I'm Father Ron Shipley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church. This podcast homily for Sixth Sunday in Lent, also known as Palm Sunday, is the seventh in a series of seven podcast homilies for the season of Lent. Revisions to this series are part of the AIC's continuing celebration of the start of its second decade on the web. The musical theme is an excerpt from Allegre's Miserere May, used under license from Lynn Publishing. It is the theme used for the companion AIC seasonal video series Lent, the Season of Penitent. Listeners may benefit from our AIC seasonal video series on Lent, The series offers a brief history of the evolution of Lent with the addition of Ash Wednesday in the 7th century, Anglican traditions of Lenten season, and commentary on the Collect Epistle and Gospel readings for Ash Wednesday and all six Sundays in Lent in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer. The Collect Epistle and Gospel readings for six Sunday in Lent Palm Sunday are discussed in Episode 3. For reasons I have never fully understood, the Book of Common Prayer reading for Sixth Sunday in Lent, more commonly called Palm Sunday, is not the story of Jesus' triumphant entry into Jerusalem, which for equally inexplicable reasons is read on the first Sunday in Advent. Listeners looking for commentary on Matthew 27, verses 1 to 54, the Gospel reading for Palm Sunday, which is Matthew's account of the arrest, trial, crucifixion, and death upon the cross. I discussed that extended pericope in the Maundy Thursday and Good Friday services in the AIC bookstore publication, Occasional Services for Anglican Worship. In this podcast homily for Palm Sunday, I discuss instead the scriptural account of the actual entry into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday based upon Matthew 21, 1-3, Mark 11, 1 to 11, and Luke 19, verses 28 to 40. The time was five days before Passover in the year 30 AD. Passover was a season in which devout Jews were expected to process into Jerusalem to the temple, singing the familiar Hallel Psalms, those being Psalms 113 to 118, or the Psalms of Ascent, Psalms 120 to 124, as they processed up the temple steps where they would be cleansed by a temple priest. Jesus' arrival in the city was greeted by curious citizens, including many who had heard accounts of his miracles, of healing, and most recently of his raising of Lazarus from the dead, described in John 11, 1-44. St. Matthew's account says tree branches were thrown in his path, whereas St. John refers to palms as Jesus rode into the city on a donkey. St. Matthew's account says they threw down their clothes in his path, a symbol of recognition of his royalty or kingship. In my former parish, I always celebrated Palm Sunday by placing fan palms on the end of the pews with a few spread upon the floor and gave each person in attendance a personal palm frond to carry down the central aisle. In parts of the world where palms were not readily available at this time of the year, Local traditions include pussy willows, lilac, or olive branches. Throwing a palm or other flower branches in the path of a procession was a symbol of victory as far back as 1400 B.C. described in Leviticus 23, verses 39 to 40. The tradition was still alive at the time of the writing of the first book of Maccabees in circa 104 B.C. 
While temple priests, scribes, and Pharisees may have denied Jesus' claim to special authority, the common people had other ideas. The kingship of Jesus was implied in what they shouted, according to St. John's account in John 12, verse 13. Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. The accounts of what was said differ in the Synoptic Gospels. St. Matthew reports in 21.9 that they cried out, Hosanna to the Son of David, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna literally means, save us now. St. Mark's longer account in Mark 11, 9b, and 10 is closer to that of St. John. Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the kingdom of our father David that comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. In St. Luke's account in 19, verse 38, what the people said indicates that they fully understood who Jesus was which was the last thing the religious leaders of Jerusalem wanted to hear. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. They, the common people of the city, have acknowledged Jesus of Nazareth as a king. Their words imply acceptance of the Christian belief that the manner of his entry, riding on a donkey, fulfilled the Old Testament prophecy of Zechariah 9.9. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion! Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem! Behold, your king is coming to you. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. In my blog posting for Palm Sunday 2015 AD, I included three works of art illustrating the procession into Jerusalem, a fine 12th century mosaic from the Basilica at Palermo, Sicily, a 15th century Russian Orthodox icon at Tver, Russia, and a 19th century oil painting of the same scene. While the masses may have accepted Jesus as king, the leaders of the Pharisees and scribes had other ideas about how to deal with, quote, the Jesus problem. The church's traditional services during Holy Week and the readings in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer describe how those opponents of Jesus reacted in their determination to put him to death. In the early church, the manner of celebration of Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem spread quickly among the churches in Asia Minor and at Alexandria in Egypt, and by the early 5th century, the Byzantine emperor and his household at Constantinople participated in the public Palm Sunday procession. By the 9th century, during the reign of the Christian emperor Charlemagne, this manner of celebration had spread to the Western Church. Perhaps the greatest musical tribute to this event is the hymn, All Glory, Laud, and Honor to the Redeemer King, written by St. Theodophus, Bishop of Orleans, France. This manner of celebration quickly spread all across Europe and into the British Isles. Now in the modern church on Sixth Sunday in Lent, Christians celebrate the tumultuous and joyous welcome of Jesus into the ancient city of Jerusalem, the city of David the King. Only to the true Messiah, the long-promised deliverer of the Jews, to the true son of David the King, could they have cried out, Hosanna! Hosanna!
which literally means save now. Other AIC resources on topics discussed in this podcast homily for Sixth Sunday in Lent are in the AIC Bible Study video series New Testament Gospels, presented in 45 episodes. Episode 38 includes a detailed discussion with illustrations of the raising of Lazarus. Episodes in the series are linked from the Bible Study slash New Testament page at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. In the AIC seasonal video series, In the Cross of Christ I Glory, you can watch the video or listen to the podcast version of an extended observation of Good Friday presented in the context of mediation, scripture readings, and music for the hours from noon to 3 p.m. In the AIC Christian Education video series, The Lives of the Saints, in the first series, commemorating the 18 saints with feast days in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer, John is the focus of Episode 4, Paul of Episode 5, Mark of Episode 7, and Luke of Episode 15. From the second series, honoring other saints in the Western and Eastern Church traditions, Archbishop Thomas Cranmer is one of three English martyrs commemorated in episode 28. Seasonal and Christian education videos are linked from the digital library page with podcast versions linked from the podcast archive page. From the AIC Bookstore Publications, in the Gospel of Matthew, Annotated and Illustrated, Read more about the triumphal entry into Jerusalem in chapter 21, which includes a rarely seen circa 1140 A.D. mosaic of Jesus entering the city riding side saddle on the colt of a donkey from the Pericope book of St. Aaron Trude of Salzburg. The long reading for Palm Sunday from Matthew 24, 1-54 in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer, describing the trial, crucifixion, propitiatory death on the cross for the salvation of mankind, is discussed and richly illustrated in chapter 27. For St. Mark's version of the triumphal entry, see chapter 11 in the Gospel of Mark, annotated and illustrated, which includes facing page, temper, and gold illuminations of the disciples getting a donkey and its colt on the left side and the entry into the city on the right side from the Pericope Book of Henry II made at Reichenau, Germany between 1007 and 1012 A.D. And for St. Luke's account, read chapter 19, in the Gospel of Luke, annotated and illustrated, which includes an illumination on purple parchment from the Rosano Gospels produced in the early 6th century. In layman's lexicon, words and phrases of interest include Alleluia, Crucifixion, Good Friday, Hosanna, Propitiation, and Salvation.
And finally, in the St. Chrysostom hymnal, you will find hymns for Passion Season, including All Glory, Laud, and Honor, in hymns number 55 to 82. All the AIC Bookstore publications are available using the virtual bookstore link at the bottom of the homepage at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net or directly through my Amazon Author Central page at https colon right slash right slash www.amazon.com right slash author right slash Ronald hyphen E hyphen Shibley. Please note that everything after dot com must be in lowercase letters. The first closing prayer is an Orthodox Passion Season prayer. The second is the Collect for Palm Sunday, which Archbishop Cranmer composed for the 1549 Book of Common Prayer based upon the Gregorian Sacramentary of the late 6th and early 7th century, to which he appended a prayer of his own composition. By raising Lazarus from the dead before thy passion, thou didst confirm the universal resurrection, O Christ our God. Like the children with the palms of victory, we cry out to thee, O vanquisher of death, Hosanna to the Son of David, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who of thy tender love toward mankind has sent thy Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, to take upon him our flesh and to suffer death upon the cross, that all mankind should follow the example of his great humility, mercifully grant that we may both follow the example of his patience and also be made partakers of his resurrection through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website and make use of its resources at www. Anglican Internet Church dot net